Hey, welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. I try to promise to be happier. It just seems like every single day something else comes up that's trying to get in the way of my happiness. I don't know why, um, because that's just how life is. It just throws the cards down at you. Anyway, um, it is about 8.30 in the morning, and... I don't have any classes today. I do have an appointment for counsel. Uh, I just came on here because it's not like I have a lot of material to give you all. I just want to say thank you. Like, thank you all for listening. Um, audience, according to what the stats say on one of the platforms, is mostly women. And we have a large variety of audience. In fact, uh, I have an announcement. Move over Canada because you're no longer my number two listening audience. It is now France. So I'm going to give it a rundown. I've done this before. It's like a shout out to all the countries because I think it's important just for you as a listener as well to know the vastness of the audience can become available to you as well if you start a podcast because Anchor like puts it all out there. Anyway, so... I'm just going to go over the platform geographic regions, uh, my listening audience locations. So buckle up. Uh, 89% United States. And then I'm just going to say all of these are less than 4%. We have France, Canada, Germany, Japan, Australia, Ireland, United Kingdom, New Zealand, Sweden, Poland, Singapore, Italy, Mexico, Brazil, the Netherlands, Puerto Rico, Spain, Bangladesh, Belgium, Australia. Now, I think there's more. I just I think that's all of them. That's that's most of them. <laughs> that's, there may be a couple more under that. <laughs> um, I just took some screenshots of the lists. Um, anyway, there, I just want to say there is a lot of people that are listening from a lot of different places. And I realize that, you know, in America, um, a lot of my problems, like the emotional stuff, it's like kind of compared to what most people go through in some places. I realize that like, me trying to figure out some of the things I'm trying to figure out is sort of petty betty. Um, hello, cat. My cat is now going to be a guest on this podcast <laughs> as he just jumped down over here. Um, I just have a few things that I'm dealing with that are like, you know, this too shall pass type situations. Um, And I think that's the best way to like look at it is to always remind yourself like this too shall pass no matter what it is, right? Like, um, hopefully, you know, most of these situations that we deal with, sometimes they can pass and sometimes we can just find a different way. If you can't make it change, at least change your perspective, like your way of looking at it. And that's what I do. Um, probably wondering, why are you so vague with all your vagueness, Julie? So sometimes I just, um, for example, I just found out something else yesterday that I really can't share because it's not my business to share. It's just, uh, sometimes people I care about are going through things. Um, 
it just seems like every single day, you know what I mean? Like every single day there's a new, um, just thing, like a new terrible thing that's come up. And I don't understand why that that has to be that way, like every single day. (laughs) Oh, kitty. And like my cat, you know, he's got a little petty problem. No one's dangling the string or giving him treats. (laughs) Um, anyway, so I'm just trying to work through things so I can be a better trainer, a better coach. And there's even part of me that even though I've taken, like I've taken this huge, huge step back, there's even part of me that's wondering if I should just totally just quit and take another reset and take another look at myself. Um, and I'm not saying for sure that I am going to quit. It's just that I quit all these other jobs to get floor hours. And that has not happened yet. Because this branch that I have selected needs a personal training manager. And I actually wanted to offer up myself for that position, which would have been a lot of my time. That was a huge, to me, that was a huge offer, like offering my time. And they said that that job was only promoted from internally. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And um, just, you know, having things come up with family, it makes me just wonder if I should just not work for a little while. Um, just because of I don't know, like, I feel like when I take a reset, I do better when I come back stronger, and um, in some ways, it can be more expensive on certain months, depending on what, you know, certifications are required, it's just, I'm still paying on one of my spinning certifications, which, that's fine, it's almost paid off, it's fine, Um, it's not about the money for me at all, it's never been about the money for me at all, um, Otherwise, I would have quit a long time ago. For me, the the idea of quitting, it's about like, can I come back stronger if I do even more like self-evaluation away from people where I'm not distracted with the long commutes and I can be fully focused on family and helping my sister take care of my grandmother. Um, Once again, I'm not saying for sure that I'm going to quit. It's just that when I put more focus into my home, my budget, my meal planning, that's the number one thing right there, the the meal planning. When I'm doing great with my meal planning, it almost seems, almost, it almost seems cheaper to do the housewife role only because there have been a couple of times where I'll pick up, like if I haven't cooked meals and and I haven't got it in the crock pot, Like, I pick up the food on the way home, and then I'm like, well, there goes my budget for the money I made today. (laughs) Just because I picked up something at a restaurant rather than just making a sandwich when I got home. Or just, you know, the other day I had a great um, dish of red beans and rice in the crock pot, and that saves you a fortune, right, when you've got the crock pot loaded with food. Um, I guess the thing is that food is, like, so expensive now. And gasoline is, like, so expensive. And this new job is about 70-something miles one way. And then it's, like, 70-something miles back home. And I really honestly thought I would get some personal trainer hours to start to meet and prospect clients. And I feel like that I've been forgotten. And 
<laughs> I'm just, I'm, that's the thing is I shouldn't be on the podcast talking about it. I'm going to go ahead and backpedal now. I should be just like shooting an email out. But as soon as I shoot the email out, I'll get the text that somebody in the family needs me or something. <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm a bit torn between, you know, pursuing my career or just helping with my family full time because you know now I understand I used to wonder like why do all why do all these people that I knew growing up like the moms didn't work and at the time I you know I started looking at things in a weird way that that was just the way it was and then I went through a phase where I thought well women should be allowed to work and then I went through a phase of you know, I didn't even have kids, but like after I worked for several years, like 20 something years into working, I'm like, women who have children and cook meals and plan for the family, they shouldn't have to. <laughs> like, yeah, they should be allowed to. I don't, I don't believe in the guy saying like, you have to stay home uh, or any, I don't believe in objectifying women in any way, shape or form, even as much as women have used, uh, this modern era to like kind of lower themselves down into being objectified. I don't believe in objectifying women. Um, as far as like some people of some religions believe that once a woman is married, she's like property. I don't understand that. I respect all cultures, but I don't believe in objectifying women. That has nothing to do with my religion or anything like that it just has to do with treating human beings like human beings and not like they are property that um is supposed to come with like anyway I was gonna say livestock (laughs) I don't need to say that but um I just don't believe in like forcing any one person to do something a certain way so yeah, I will say this. I've been making notes every day for my therapy sessions. And it seems like right now we're just sort of tackling topics. And today we start the eye movement desensitization reprogramming EMDR therapy. I've never tried it, but I've already tried yoga. I say try. <laughs> I've tried yoga to kind of help my anxiety and it does work. It does. But the book I'm reading brings up a really good point that there are ways to reprogram your brain. There's from the top down and from the bottom up. Yoga is kind of from the bottom up, meaning it's very physical. Um, it's a very physical way to bring your body back into a state of calm. So, um, a lot of people are just trying to achieve their balance, like in different ways. Um, and just because somebody's using like methods that you don't understand, everybody's trying to find uh, their own balance in their own way. So moving forward into that, I just will say that um, I thought that taking all these apps off my phone, <laughs> as you may or may not know, I took some apps off my phone and I thought this would save me from being on my phone. However, I still use it like a television because I just watch broadcasts on one app. And even though I'm not broadcasting, 
um, it's kind of my TV. So I wouldn't say my screen time has went down. I'd say if anything, my screen time went up. However, <laughs> I'm being way more productive because like I've got these like things playing, you know, like the, the, whatever it is, if they're playing a game or doing comedy and I just set the phone to the side while I'm like loading my dishwasher or folding clothes. And I've done so much of that. I feel like that's my life now. <laughs> just like trying to get caught up on housework. Because when you get in a state of depression, which I mean, I float in and out of that since I was six years old. I know that surprises a lot of people. Uh, when you get into like this state of depression, like you don't, you can't be moved. You're just, you have to do it for yourself. There's nothing that can help you. And I want to say, like, there's a magic formula out there. Um, I've got some sad news. There's not a magical way to make yourself be moved when you don't want to be moved. But the good news is that you, deep down inside of yourself, you already know what motivates you the most. And so you just have to hang on to hope because that's what really gets lost today in our modern era, I think, is hope gets lost before all else. There's just not enough hope and there's not enough love. It just seems like everywhere I look, it's critical, 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 or people are trying to bring noise into your life. Um, and by noise, I don't just mean like audible, um, like the explosions I get to hear near the the range. I mean, just people trying to tell you how to do your job or telling you what you should or shouldn't do. Like if it's my student now, I'll take the feedback as in, okay, you don't ever want to hear this song again. I'll never play this song again. Um, <laughs> you know, just the feedback is welcomed where it's appropriate. <laughs> but when someone comes at me and tells me, oh, you should do this and you should try that. And I've already done that and it didn't work. It's like, uh, why, like, why, why, <laughs> why does that kind of thing happen? It's just, um, I wish I could be more like, you know, there's so many people who are just unmoved. Um, like nothing can move them. You know, you know, someone like this, like, um, they set out to do their day or they set out to do their goals or they set out to do their work, whatever their work, their life work is, and they will not be moved or distracted or persuaded or anything like that. Like I've always admired people like that. And maybe that's why I've always, um, I've always admired business owners as far as like the strength that it takes to kind of orchestrate a crew and, incoming outgoing and it's like managing a whole separate household outside of your household um and I thought I would be sad about closing my business and um I'm sad I'm not teaching as many classes as I was however the paperwork part of the business the paperwork part was making me just go crazy I, st <laughs> I still have mixed feelings but uh, the paperwork part does not make me sad at all, especially because of the way that this town kind of doesn't help their businesses. They kind of try to double tax them. Um, yeah, that's just the way it is here. 
anyway, that's all I've got. I'm going to go make some coffee. I haven't had any coffee yet. And here it is almost nine o'clock. So I'm going to go make some coffee and I'm pretty much just going to enjoy my day. I've been busting my ass all week <laughs> between preparation for classes, teaching my classes, um, commuting, taking care of my grandmother and taking care of this household. I've just been busting my ass like all week. So I'm just going to, um, I'm a little cold. I'm going to put some socks on my feet <laughs> and then I'm going to, um, make some coffee and oh boy, here comes the loud business across the street. They're about to open up. I always know when they're there because they always pull up in a very loud vehicle <laughs> and to open up at nine. Um, anyway, no matter what you're doing, don't be moved. Like find a way to be like unmoved or, um, very strong and very stable in your goals. Um, for me, it's studying, and I have been studying a lot in preparation for my mental health appointment today, and studying the brain science. It's probably the key element in helping anybody who feels closed off from the world, because understanding the brain science of what your brain can do to work against you is probably the easiest way to overcome it because if you understand what is happening when you are like reactive it's totally a different ball game because you're like okay now I know why that this feels like it was yesterday because my brain shuts down the part of logic and my brain shuts down the part of timekeeping and survival mode comes online and for me the survival fight or flight mode is just on almost all the time and it just has a lot to do with the things I'm working through um, and I want to share with you after I, the reason I'm doing this session this session the reason I'm doing this podcast today is before my session of the EMDR so that I can kind of give you all um, a bit of a feel of if I feel like it's working or not, um, just from an outside perspective. Because like I'm not in, I'm. <laughs> I almost said I'm not invested, but I'm pretty heavily invested in it working. Um, what I mean is, I don't have. I don't have a bias of whether if it will work or not. I want it to work of course. And so there is maybe a little bit of placebo from me just wanting it to work before I do it. However, I've read really good things about this working. This is the work your brain from the top down to get your sympathetic nervous system to calm down and bring your parasympathetic, I can't even talk when I haven't had my coffee, to bring your parasympathetic nervous system online this uh, therapy is the best way to kind of work through things. So if you ever have some memories and you want to put the, you know, the good ones on top, like photographs on top of the other ones, I think that that's what this will do. That's kind of what my feeling about it is. I haven't tried it. Like I said, um, I'm glad to try it. Like, I'm glad to try anything. I'm glad to try anything because it is time for a change. And I mean, just cleaning up my house, you know, that makes all the difference in the world. Because now if I want to go do yoga this morning, 
there is plenty of space and a nice clean area. Um, it was cluttered before yesterday and now I've got it all cleaned up and ready. It will be very easy for me to just throw down my mat and do some yoga today. And yeah, that's really all I've got for all of you is tidy up your space. <laughs> I've been doing this Marie Kondo method. Uh, tidy up your space and you'll notice a little bit of a difference in the way you feel. And I think that the thing that comes alongside of um, feeling like your depression is slowing you down, I think that having a little bit of mess coming alongside that just goes hand in hand because you don't have the same level of energy as when you're happy. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's summarizing my whole experience right now. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the happiest person ever. <laughs> I will say I have so much to be grateful for. I have my health. I have family and friends. I have people that support me. Um, my husband supports me through this mental health journey so that I can, you know, take my fitness teacher journey to the next level. So, um, I'm going to have to start back to lifting weights on the regular and just, you know, taking more and more time for myself as it were to, to be well. So I would recommend that to you as well. And sometimes, you know, it may be for you, it doesn't look like lifting weights. Um, maybe for you, it's just like, I don't know. You walk on the treadmill for a mile or you climb some stairs uh, up and down a few times. Or maybe you just go for a walk. Or maybe you just walk your dog. Or maybe it's not that at all. Maybe you just spend five minutes meditating. Whatever that wellness looks like for you. Like maybe write it down. Um, journal about it. I've got so many journals. But do what you need to do uh, that will help you find your recipe for wellness today. And there is no there is no price. You cannot put a price on feeling great. And so I never take for granted that I've got good health. I'm very lucky for that. Um, that's why I'm taking care of my mental health as well. All right. So be happy, be healed, be free. Let's do some yoga today. And... Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe now that I've got my space all cleaned up, maybe I can actually do some more YouTube videos and not worry about the loud business right across the street. Um, if you have any questions, you can use the Anchor app and you can actually send it directly to me. And if I don't know the answer to your yoga question, I do have support from my MVP teachers at the My Vinyasa Practice School. So yeah, just let me know. Let me know. And I'm as always, trying to work on um, being a better coach, being a better trainer, being a better person, and just, yeah, self-study all the way home, all the way home. Let's come together, and we can work together so that we all may be happy and healed and free, and we can bring peace and healing to all of life. Thank you so much, and namaste. Namaste.